Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you are all safe and well. If you're new channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to make sure we put new content on. As always, like to say, I love your channel sponsor, Tuck it. Check them out in the description below. Another fan 11, a man I've we, we were just saying it's a bit like a first date. We, 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 we've communicated so much on email and, and messaging and stuff like that, but we've never really met. And so I'm looking forward to talking to the man today, the man behind. The Noble Era series. Let's be honest. The man behind the Noble Era series, the man himself, is Mr. Skipper. How are we doing, Skips? I'm fine, thanks, Russ. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Nice dinner today. Cooked a uh, uh, nice, nice dinner. I, I know it's pissing it down. We're recording this on Monday. I know this is probably going to get out on Wednesday or something, but um, I managed five minutes without no rain to quickly open the barbecue up to do a bit of chicken on the barbecue. So I was quite pleased. I love how myself. we've gone to food straight away. Always <laughs> is. It just, it, it, it's, it's, it's back to form, Skips. Anyone anyone who watches our lunchtime, the lunchtime shows know we barely talk about football, to be honest. It's quite being West Ham channel. And it's always about lunch. So it just seems natural we talk about food. But yeah, I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Uh, Mrs. Budden's birthday this week. So that'd be good. Uh, and my daughter's next week. So May is an expensive month for me. I was going to say, busy month. time, yeah. It is, it is. But it's like it's all done. So then it's like done yeah, until get Christmas. It all out the way. Exactly. Mother's Day's out the way. Valentine's Day's out the way. The birthdays are out the way. I've got seven months clear now. So that's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Every cloud. Every cloud. But how have you been, Skips? How have you been, man? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. As I was just saying to you before, you've sort of been keeping me entertained the last few months with the uh, lunchtime shows and watching uh, the Hammers 11s and like you said with the noble era yeah i've had a little bit of time on my hands lately um sort of because of the job i mean i work in travel it's obviously been a little bit quiet yes. no one's been going anywhere so yeah. been working from home had a little bit of time on my hands i thought do you know what let's let's do something interesting or maybe not and um yeah the noble era just sort of started life on that then obviously you've now taken it and uh, made the show of it which is brilliant i really enjoy it yeah, and so brilliant. does everyone else from what you say. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I get lots of lots of messages. When's the next episode? When's the next episode? And uh yeah, I mean, you know, even even new YouTube royalty, Jack mate will literally text me, when's the next when's the next episode? When's the next episode? Yeah, literally inject into my arms. I love it. So, you know, it's uh it's it's a great thing, it's a great way. And uh yeah, I imagine but I imagine things are start gonna be picking up a little bit for you now in the old travel sector. Well, we were hoping so, but that green list got yeah. announced last week and um, I work in corporate travel and unfortunately my clients ah. aren't going to the Falkland Islands or anywhere yeah. like that. So <laughs> the places they travel to are all still quarantined. So yes. we're not expecting much to change probably for the next few months. So, mm. but fingers crossed uh, it will pick up. And at the end of the day, I've, I've got to be thankful. I'm still, still employed. Like my colleagues, yeah. unfortunately haven't been. Sure. Exactly. Um, but as I say, the plus side is I get to, uh, to get watch to, your show. Every get to watch our show. So there you go. So every cloud 
has a silver lining skips isn't it and that's the thing and but i mean yeah as you said as long as you've got you know as long as you you still got you know money in your pocket and and your health that's that's all we can hope for at the moment isn't it so um but things are starting to get a bit better in it and obviously we know that west ham's kept us going hasn't it it's kept us going if nothing else i mean what a season it's been unfortunately obviously the last few games it's, it's, it's funny, really, isn't it? Because if you said at the beginning of the season, we're position we're in going into it with two yeah. games to go, you you know, bite your hand off. But obviously, to be, you know, I remember your taglines: "We're still fourth, we're still fifth. Yeah, and it could be that we just scrape into seventh. But let's let's see what happens. I think fans being back on the last game against Southampton is going to be massive. Yeah, absolutely massive. I'm I'm really excited for that game. I really think so because obviously, you know, what's you know what could be at stake, you know, and you know, although. Yeah, obviously, you know, we're, we this will go out probably might mm, even Thursday, so we may have already played West Brom. So, you know, obviously, so we know where we are, we yeah. know where we are. So, you know, we're so we'll just we'll just cover eventualities. Oh, great, we won, fantastic. We're in the at least we're in Europe. Um, oh, we've got a draw, okay. Well, you know, oh, it's a bit dodgy. Oh, we lost, okay. There we go. We've, we've had all eventualities covered now, skips are okay now, but um, yeah, it's uh, what could be obviously the last game of the season, you know. We could be competing with Tottenham. Well, we're going to have eyes on that result, aren't we? We're going to be watching out and watching what's going on on the other screen with them. So maybe the Europa League's better for us because I think, you know, to be fair, the squad we've got, Champions League, we, you know, would we have got very far Europa? You'd like to think maybe we'd be able to give it more of a shot, but... Just to be in Europe's great anyway. It is. It's it's, it's, season, it's, it's brilliant. You're totally right. And I think uh and I think, yeah, it's it's a great it's a great thing for the players, but also it's a great thing for the fans as well. I mean, you know, having you know, having a couple of European trips is always nice. Um hopefully we'll be able to to go to those places as well. I think I think the thing I think if we were in the Europa conference, I wanna say, I think the the last qualifying stage is in August, I think. So um, you would hope there'd be some sort of movement of travel somewhere, so particularly in Europe. So we'll see. But um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant season, and I just I'm looking forward to next season now already because I, just, you know, what can happen with this team and and this management and you know and hopefully a few players in and you know yeah get get ourselves a decent striker yeah um, yeah not an out of it we don't need him back no um uh, you know I <laughs> I'm a uh, he, do you know what? I know Arnie's Arnie, um, but you know, someone put on Twitter today, I think it was uh, a 2018 on out of it. Would we be in Champions League with him this year? And I agree, I agree, possibly, possibly. I don't know, he'd have to win the fans <laughs> back over first, wouldn't he? Yeah, no, I know, but I think, yeah, it's sometimes you know, we just have that sit, you know, obviously, he's such a um, what's the word, he's such a um, he he was he was tailored for that Moyes situation in terms of the system, and that's why it works with him. You know he's you know and that you know and Taylor's fantastic, and he'll end up being our, our top Premier League goal scorer hopefully by the end of the season. Who knows? It'd be great. Could you imagine if he scored the goal, which oh, yeah. made us and and took us into Europe and beat and Tottenham and we finished sixth? That'd be fantastic. But you know someone like Anatovic, he was he was strong, he was quick, and he was he had a bit about him in terms of skill. Um, We'll see what happens in the in the transfer. It could be one all in the ninety third minute on Sunday, oh. Saturday, Sunday, whenever it, when Sunday. Is it? Yeah, yeah, Sunday, yeah, Sunday, and um, maybe up comes Fabianski and does an Allison in the last minute. Oh, could you imagine? That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be amazing, good. wouldn't it? That was a great header. That would be funny. It that, you know, everyone would be very proud of that header. I tell you, it's a fantastic header. Um, and I just thought, yeah, it's just typical, isn't it? I know it's frustrating. I know there's been sort of a, a cross section. There's other fans who are you know, like really happy that we've had a good season and we're still in Europe, which is fantastic. There's a there's a, another fan base who are like, oh, you know, you know, we've we've let ourselves down a little bit and, and another fan group who are like, oh that's it. We're the worst team. And as you said, you know, we're competing for European places rather than relegation places. It's, the thing it's, that gets me, Russ, is a few of my Spurs mates are saying to me, how comes we've had our worst season for years and we're still above you? They just it's like well, uh, play that on Sunday. Let's wait and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Let's wait and see what happens Sunday. And you know, the, the trophy cabinet will be yeah. Congratulations, you've got through. You know, you've beaten West Ham or whatever. Well done. Yeah. You know, you, that's that's literally all they've got. And they won't have Harry Kane next season. Now he's, yeah. he's 
decided he doesn't want to play for him anymore. So fair go. play. I can imagine they're going to absolute meltdown with him that news coming out that he doesn't want to play for he wants to move this seat in the summer. So Yeah, I saw something about it earlier. So um mm. couldn't happen to a nicer club. <laughs> Could not happen to a nicer club. I feel so sorry for them. Not so uh yeah, but it's good. I mean there's, there's so much gonna happen this summer as well. So I think with the Euros as well and you know, loads of movement of of players and and I think there's gonna be lots of really interesting like ways of doing transfers as well because everyone's not gonna have any money, so it'd be loans and and two for ones and, and player transfers, and I think it's gonna be really exciting. So um yeah, this season's been fantastic, but now I'm looking forward to next season. Who did you say was your hammer of the year? My hammer of the year. Um, I think Lingard's not been there long enough, so it's no. got to be. It's, I think between the two Czech boys, personally, yeah. um, it's got to. Yeah, I think it'll be down to between them two. Yeah, and me too. Me too. I think. I think there's. I think if there wasn't the injuries, um, it would have been four or five, wouldn't it? Easily, it would have been Ugbono. It would have been Declan Rice, Chris oh, yeah. Well. You yeah. know, they'd all be in the mix. But yeah, and no, I think the two boys. I, I mean, I think I always. I pinned my colours to Soufal quite early on this season just because I think he just epitomises what we want as a West Ham player. You know, he just he's 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 turned up. We've we scoffed at this five million pound price tag for a right back, thinking what the hell yeah. are we gonna get for five and he's just proven us all wrong and he seems really down to earth and yeah, he gets the bus. He's got a nice car as well. I've seen his car, he has a nice car, but Good. he gets the bus. So you know, vis-a-vis, you know, but I think he's great. He's, he's so committed. And yeah, I, I don't think, I can't remember him having a bad game this no. season. No, it's solid, we isn't he? We've been, caught, you know, crying out for someone like him for a long time. And that's what we want, isn't it? You want, you just want like consistency. That right Is he a Sufau or a Kufau? Because they think Sufau. Yeah, it's game. It makes no sense. It makes no sense because it should be Kufal because it's Su Czech. But apparently he is Sufal. I've been reliable before. I, is that, yeah. Well, yeah, well that, that winds me up as well. Because it's it's Su Czech, not Sour Czech. And as long oh, as he plays well, that's the main thing. As long as he plays, I don't care who I, I'll call him whatever <laughs> okay, he wants what to be. Called? Yeah, as long as he scores. But yeah. But we'll see. I mean it's a good season. Yeah, we've we've, we've got to play West Brom. We've already, already played them by the time this video comes out. But you know, it's Sunday to look forward to and then all the fun of, of transfer windows and, and Euros and stuff. It's 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 a good time to be a West Ham fan, I think. Hopefully we've had a decent result against West Brom. My only worry is they've got fans in for that game, haven't yeah. they? And yeah. as that could be their or that's obviously their last Premier League game could be for a while. You don't know. Yeah. Easily. Plus it's Sam Allardyce, so you just don't know. No, you just don't know, do you? But I think we, I think we might have a rollicking. I think you know the fact of the Everton result uh, or the Sheffield United result, more like it. Um, I think that's yeah. probably pipped everyone up a little bit, and you think they'd be properly up for it. It seems to be we have a good game and a shit game, a good game and a shit game. So we've had a we had a good game against Burnley, didn't we? Brilliant we played well against yeah. Burnley. Um, we had a couple of shit games, so we're due a good game. And Ben Rama's now scored, so maybe yes, Shackles will be push off, him, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see, man. I think it's it's exciting times. It's exciting times, Skips. Right, okay. First question. Why West Ham, Skipper? Why is it your club, my friend? Well, West Ham, I think like most West Ham fans, you don't really get a choice, do you? Yeah. Um, me and my brothers um, were just brought up on West Ham. It was all we ever knew. My dad was born in, um, or not born, but brought up on the portway. It's like a stone's throw from Upton Park. Yeah. So as far as back as we can remember as kids, we used to go to West Ham. We were bought the tops. Um, I'm one of three boys, so my mum just we just drove her mad. It was a complete football mad house, West Ham house. And uh, yeah, you know, all my mates were um, a few mates were glory hunters like Liverpool and all that. Growing up at school, and then a lot of them Tottenham, Arsenal, and, all that. and um, yeah, obviously you know West Ham. We weren't winning anything. Um, sort of yo-yo side, weren't we, for many years when I was. Yeah. Sort of, grew up watching them and uh yeah I, I just go back to it. i don't think you get a choice it's it's yeah. sort of just installed in you um as a west ham fan so it's really true and you and ride I mean, the roller coaster of being a yes fan. yeah exactly exactly i was talking to a guy the, the other day and he said uh yeah he, he 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 wanted to thank thank his dad or was it was it who was i talking to he said he was he had i've got my I've got my uncle to thank for being a west ham fan and i was like are you taking the piss a little bit <laughs> to, to thank for being a West Ham fan? It's like Jesus, um, but uh, I know what you mean. And it, but I mean, you know, obviously, you, you, you 
you know avid avid you know messenger on the you know on the on the things at the lunchtime shows you know west ham's a funny you know it's a great like community it's a great you know and so much so we get people from all other clubs come over and chat to us don't we so it's um yeah they're, they're, they're we've all hooked them in as well now it's a it's a funny old club west ham but it's a special very very special club I think. Oh, of course very definitely special. you know well massive support massive support and um you know i think um hopefully moving to that stadium obviously we've got the ambitions of getting into europe which hopefully this is now going to do that and yeah. let's see if we're promised what the owners of uh yeah said we were going to get we'll well i think see. i think you know i think it's it's you know for me now i think i think we, the 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 pellegrini experiment didn't work um nah. and the frustrating thing was if we hadn't tried the Pellegrini experiment, in theory, that money would have been available to David Moyes. And it set us back 18 months as well. Yeah, and it, that's all it has. And so we would be 18 months further on down the line with a team who are together, who yeah. have a sense of of, of teamwork, of camar- camaraderie, you know, old school sort of team spirit with some really good players who are developing and i think it's a shame that looking i mean hindsight's a great thing but for me it's like that pellegrini experiment you should set us back 18 months which is frustrating in some respects but you know at least we're, we're on it seems we're on the right path now so um, well, the two big money signings he made haller and anderson and yeah you know exactly and, and and basically, you know, the first thing, the first thing, you know, Moyes has done is pretty much sell Haller and send out Anderson on loan. Um, can't see him getting back in. No. Uh, I I can't see him getting back into the first team. I, you know, for me, it's like if it's and I've said it before. If it if it means we sell a player and we make a huge loss on him, that that's a risk. And mm-hmm. you're thinking, who are you going to bring in to replace him? Um, is he going to be potentially as good, but you're paying half as much for him? So we'll see. I mean, for someone like Anderson, I think you know the Europa League or Europa Conference potentially, if he's playing, is a great shop window. Come January, you know, to he's not getting any game time at Porto at the moment no. now, and. So it's like, well, you might as well just give him a few, you know, at the moment his stock isn't particularly high. So for me, I would have a go at trying to, you know, give him some, give him some games and in the, in the Europa League and see what happens. And um, I mean, it's a good player there. You know, that first season oh, yeah. when, he, when he turned up, he was phenomenal. So um, yeah, it's just, it's just a shame. It happens too often with us, doesn't it? You know, it's like, or they'll have a really good season. It's usually when they're on loan, we'll get a good season, good play on loan. And as soon as we, as soon as we buy him, he becomes really shit. I mean, you know, look at, I mean, no disrespect to Craig, but in the last, you know, he was, he was brilliant. And as soon as we made that, that deal permanent, yeah, you know, the, the few <laughs> because, mistakes started creeping. And it's happened before. Yeah. It happened with Shemmel and with Sebastian Shemmel was brilliant on like, And then as soon as he, like the next season, it was absolutely gash. And um, we have that sort of um, mentality, unfortunately, or they get injured and that's it. They're absolutely useless. But uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm looking forward. To, I, I, I just, I just, you know, there's, there's just a real buzz around the place. You know, there was a. I was watching today on YouTube, and um, the official site put out a little interview with Mark Noble and Kevin Nolan together. Brilliant, brilliant interview. Like really funny and and really interesting about you know the role of a captain and and Kevin Nolan transitioning from a player to a coach, and you know you still have that sort of. He's still that got that player mentality about him, but stuff like that I love. There's a real buzz around it about the place at the moment so yeah it seems to be yeah that's important really, isn't it? yeah yeah it's a really exciting time do you remember your do you, i suppose you probably don't remember your first game because you went quite early on if i remember i was trying to think about it but i think i think when we won the fa cup in 80 i didn't go although i didn't go to that the charity shield the yeah. season after which i think was against liverpool my dad tells me it was the first time he recalls taking me to a game i remember nothing about it wow. um but the first game i remember properly was the 85-86 season yeah and it was the thrashing of newcastle when we beat them 8-1 you're too young to remember us <laughs> yeah i'm too far too young uh, <laughs> and it's a famous game because alvin martin scored a hat against three oh, different three goalkeepers different, yeah. one yeah. of them being peter beardsley he went in goal and i've never seen west ham score five let alone eight yeah and um you know that was a brilliant season and that was the first game i really remember mm. Well, I suppose you couldn't really forget it as well. It's, it's not well, like exactly. it's a, a nil-nil draw against Barnsley on a, on a wet Tuesday. But um, but it's it's funny because we interviewed um, 
on. So it, it, that's going to come out obviously before uh, before we, your one comes out. We interviewed Graham from West Ham Fan TV, and his first game was the ten nil, ten nil against uh, Berry. Yeah. And um, that was his that was his one, the ten nil. It's the first time ever in eighty eight years, you know, West Ham has scored ten. Do you know the crazy goals. thing about that game? Go on it. We beat Berry ten nil, and we go and sign their centre half yeah. Paul Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> Only West Ham would do that. West Ham way, isn't it? It's West Ham way. Queen defended him. well. Ten goals went past their defence. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's got something about him, this boy. Um but similarly, I remember we had what was it? Me and Bobby Ferguson. He he mentioned it in, in passing, but obviously he played a pre-season friendly for Hibernian, and he'd already signed for West Ham. And apparently, and he didn't mention it in the. But I, someone mentioned it to me before that he actually had a complete stinker that game, but he'd already signed for us. And obviously, we could have famously got Gordon Banks, couldn't we? And we got Bobby Ferguson. Too late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was always, always too late. And he turned up in a. Um, they called him the pillar box because he turned up in. Because it was in, either in yellow or green as a goalkeeper, and he turned up in red, head to toe in red. And everyone, everyone started shouting, call him a pillar box and stuff like that. But, <laughs> yeah, it's the West Ham way, but yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Uh, yeah, a lot of people's first games aren't necessarily. It might be, or maybe it's a, some romanticism about it. You know, they maybe their first game was a, a nil-nil against Barnsley on a wet Tuesday, but they don't remember it. They remember. You remember certain. Game. You remember certain games that stand out. Of course you do. I mean, I got my my favourite game was the FA Cup quarter final against Everton. We were yeah. in the Division One. And we beat them 2-1. And I remember it was like 28,000, which at the time was a massive crowd. Up. It felt yeah. like a massive crowd at Upton Park. We queued for four hours to get in. Um, and I remember that night, Stuart Slater was like, brilliant, down the wing. We were all singing he was better than Gascoigne that night. Didn't yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, never quite materialised. But yeah, that, that, you know, certain games stand out, don't they, down the years? I'll say so, do for, for good and bad, for good and bad reasons as well. Sometimes, sometimes it's the rubbish games that stand out in it as well because of, you know, I remember uh, losing three nil, three nil to Leeds. I remember men. I can't remember. Must be mid nine, mid to late nineties, and we had, we had Jonah and I think Mike Newell up front. Oh dear! And we didn't like we we're going to score if you know if we played till today, you know, and it was just, it was a horrible game, and I just remember that. Absolutely vividly. I remember a game against Villa where we scored, they scored in the like the first minute. And I think we scored in the, I think Defoe scored the equaliser in the 89th minute and nothing happened for the 88 <laughs> minutes in the middle. Absolutely nothing. And it was just a goal in each half. And it's like, oh, that's it. You know, whistle off, everyone goes home. And it's almost like, my, my, uh, my old man always tells me about a game he went to. It might have been Phil Park's last, one of his last games actually in the semi finals against Oldham. My yeah. dad went up to Oldham with his cousin on the old plastic pitch. Semi-final first leg, we lost 6-0 in the pouring yeah. rain. We actually won 3-0 in the return leg. But it was that, obviously won uh, Was that Valentine's Day or something like that? I think they called it, I think it was Valentine's Day Massacre. So I think it was around yeah, that time. Yeah, I think you're right. Rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, man. <laughs> yeah it's it's great isn't it that's why i love doing these shows because it's like you, you know people reminisce about matches and and, and goals and oh god i remember that well, i don't remember that one you have to go back and re-watch it on youtube or stuff like that i absolutely love it absolutely love it right let's let's talk about your 11 so um everyone we have on the on the on the on the video on the yeah, video thing the, the channel that's it um has to give an 11 now obviously homework good <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, you know, that's that's what we want. That's what we want. Dedication. You know, I mean, what else have we got to do? You've done a noble era now, so you, you know, you've got time to. to you realise how tough it is. Do you know what? I see people doing it on your channel, and I think, yeah, I could do that, but it's hard enough for me to do it, and I ain't going to piss anyone off because I didn't play with any of these people. Yeah. So no one's going to be texting me saying, "Skipper, why didn't you pick me in your team?" Yeah, it's true. It's so true. It's, I, I think also like you know. I feel sorry for the guys who who have been you know fans since the sixties, or you know because they they've seen you know it's it's an even harder task for them. You know I think obviously the younger lads it's a lot easier because you know their their reference point is only a few years rather than fifty years. So you know obviously players have come and gone, but uh, it is quite it can be quite tricky. And actually, I I did mine, and maybe through doing this process, I may change mine. Yeah, I may change it because actually, I mean, like I put Sebastian Shenwell at right back, and actually, 
I don't know. I don't know now. You know, I'm changing my mind. I, you know, I'm second guessing myself now. I can't because Steve's done me a lovely print. But um, <laughs> you know, that's, all, that's a good way. Can't. But you know, Tim Breaker. I can't, uh, you know, I love Tim. But oh, Steve Potts, right? But you know, I don't know. Anyway, so we're doing your one. That's the main thing to give. It's not my. You one. You know what I um, like? Just going back. I like when you've got the players and you've obviously got their name there because if you didn't have their name there. Like the other day, you had Joey O'Brien. I wouldn't have known it was Joey O'Brien. No, 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 didn't, no, me didn't say Joey, you O'Brien. No, I didn't know that either. I, I, honestly, I didn't. I <laughs> it wasn't just some I, bloke, was it? Turned up saying, "I'll, I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, I'm Joey O'Brien. Oh, I'm, I'm Spartacus, and so is my wife. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I. Uh, yeah, some people look really funny, isn't it? So, I mean, he looks. I mean, he's the hair for him. Obviously, like some. Obviously, I, I, I know. I think there's some people who, you know, particularly the older players, go, oh, "That's, that's." That's you know, no, Dev was the only one I was <laughs> going to say. Dev, um, and eventually, when we get E.R. Berkovich on, he looks completely different as well. Yes. Like, the years have not been kind to E.R., bless him. Um, <laughs> but everyone else looks, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Christ, Guy Demel suits like he could do 90 minutes. He just looks, he looks so fit, and, he's remember, like, yeah. you know, and and uh, and Faubert and all the French lads, you know, picky on they all look like they're proper, like they still got it, man. But, um, right, anyway, let's let's do your skip. Who, who's in goal for the skipper 11? Right, so this team, it's um, I'll go with your standard four four two, which I know that Thank you like, you. and it's it's my it's a mix of my favourite players. They're obviously not the best the best eleven that's ever graced a pitch, but it's the players I remember and grew up liking. So in goal for me, it's, there's only one player really, and it's got to be Ludo. Ludo, Ludo, yeah, top boy. You know, had his top own boy. song about him. Um, just. Solid, obviously prone to the odd error like any goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, but just the other, the other month I was watching the season reviews and you forgot some of the saves he made. Fantastic. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always against Man United. Oh, that game it, especially, just, yeah. But it's a few times. It was always him. I, I, someone mentioned that they before Schmeichel came, they were looking at, at McCloskey. Um potentially uh, rather than Schmeichel. Um and it's like it was almost like, well, if he's playing for you, he can't cost you the championship or the premiership. So you yeah, might yeah. better devil you know, devil you don't. But yeah, Ludo, top man. Uh, and obviously such an unusual obviously, you know, a little bit sort of you know, it was a foreign based player, um, but you know, from the Czech Republic, Czechoslovakia at the time, wasn't it? No one really obviously clearly no one knew where it was, hence the song. But um Yes, he was just so athletic and, and so different from Phil Parks. It was just a unit. And Ludo was just like more like the modern day goalkeeper, you know, sort of still a big lad, but more athletic rather than just big. Um, but yeah. And, and said, it's interesting listening to players who played with him on your channel. They, they speak about him, you know, players, obviously, I think he was different to anything that was around at that time coming yeah. with his own training methods or you know it would have been completely different and you know obviously foreign foreigners coming into the game back then not like today is it so it must have been very strange yeah it must have been weird as well because yeah he didn't speak very good english i think i think it was trevor morley mentioned that um and and um he he couldn't and they, they were staying at the swallow and he couldn't it, everything sounded like swallow when he was saying follow <laughs> swallow it all sounded the same and so no one really knew what he's talking about but uh and then he been dealing i mean he he seemed to be in goal for us forever yeah forever. <laughs> yeah um and yeah he's a lovely guy lovely guy eventually i, I will put convince him to come on eventually right we'll put ludo in who's next then skipper um if we go left back got to be julian yeah yeah really. <laughs> it's a pretty obvious one for like our generation really isn't it it's julian really for someone who's the, yeah the one i remember um growing up you know um and obviously um he got himself in a bit of trouble a couple of times um yeah. a few red cards along the way but he's got some great goals didn't he Oh, he's, I mean, he was he was a fantastic player, you know. And I think, I think we, we interviewed Graham from West Ham Fan TV. He he made a really good point. He was saying that you know the the it's 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 like outside of West Ham, he was like perceived as this yob. It was just a yob. We yeah. put it about, but anyone inside West Ham knew what a fantastic player he was. And uh, and obviously, you know, we've we've spoken to him, spoken to players who have played with him, and. You know, he's just an incredibly gifted football footballer. Which and didn't he hate training? From what I heard, from people who said he 
He wasn't, yeah, he didn't like the training. He was yeah, more like warming up. Didn't like warming up right. pre-match. He didn't mind doing training. He didn't like running. But he, he his theory was that he didn't need to. Right. Um, and I think with warming up, he never used to warm up like on the pitch pre-match. Um, Harry made him do it once, and he, he hobbled back in, pretending he'd pulled his hamstring. <laughs> um, and Harry went, what have you done? I said, I've done my hamstring again. He said, why? Well, he says, because you made me go out and warm up. I told you I can't do it. And his his warm up, I think he said, was a can of Coke and a Mars bar sitting in his he had no he had his shorts on and his socks and and, and boots sitting in the hot bath. Sounds more Sunday League than Premier League, doesn't it? Sounds yeah, but, it's, but I mean, it's just, and I think that's why I think it, it was it was quite relatable, isn't it? He was just a guy you could easily yeah. see. I mean, I know he owned a pub as well, but you know, if you walked into a a pub but you you could easily see him at the bar and i think that's why we all took to him um because he was a fantastic player as well he looked like a he looked like a pub footballer really didn't he and like you know to be fair yeah. um thinking yeah. about the second time round with the skinhead and the ripped shirt and the you know he's a lovely guy as well i was fortunate enough to meet him oh he's brilliant well, so. oh he's fantastic I, I really love him. he's such a lovely guy okay i'll put julian in uh who's next then skipper uh, if we go the other side you've already mentioned him um tim breaker timmy breaker Nice, Mister Reliable. Uh, that was my era growing up. It used to get forward. Uh, scored a couple of goals, I think. But um, yeah, just remember him always. You know, he wasn't, he, he wasn't the best player, but hundred percent. Yeah, but I think I think I think I uh, yeah I've got a newfound respect for for Tim Breaker. I never really appreciated him. I think when I was watching him, yeah, that's I, true. Was, I was maybe I was quite young, and and it and it was all about Ian Bishop and, and Pete Butler. And um, <laughs> here we go, managed to get him. How long we've been? Only been thirty minutes, and managed Pete Butler. I mentioned him, um, or or Trevor Morley, or you know, it was all about this, the guys scoring the goals and the flashy players. But you know, I think maybe I think that's why I really appreciate Sue Fowl now as a player because. I, you know, maybe a little bit older, a little bit wiser, you know, a little bit, you know, and a little bit tuned into the game now. And you, you know, and you watch, you watch those guys. And, and he was very similar to, he's, I see Sue Fowl like a modern day Tim Breaker in that he's sort of like, you know, very similar. They were, they were literally always bombing down that right side, lots of crosses. Tim got quite a few assists as well. You know, I was watching a lot of his stuff again, a lot of season reviews as well. And uh, yeah, he's a, he was a, I think he was a guy who didn't get the the adjuration. Is that the right word? But yeah, sort of now, you know, now I get more of appreciation of him now. I'm doing this type of thing. You know, a lot of people pick him because, you know, we haven't been blessed with right backs really. And no. so he was, he was, uh, he was definitely a, 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 a light in a lot of dark um, in terms of that mm. position. But uh, was a close second, but he's yeah. only been with us for too one early, season. Too early, isn't it? Yeah. So too early. Yeah. Too early. But he, but clearly, if he's in, you know, another two three years, he'd be there. You know, I, I mean, think about it. I put Shemmel in. Shemmel only played to about two seasons, and yeah, one of them, one of them was Am of the Year, and one of them was absolutely gash. So you know, I think I wasn't thinking properly at the time. But anyway, we'll put, put Tim Breaker in. Centre backs, first centre half, first centre half, um, Steve Potts. Oh, Potsy, where we find there he's. He was only about five foot four, wasn't he? Five foot five. But he won <laughs> yeah. a lot of headers. He did. He did. And he and he, he could read the game. And I think that's you don't need to be six foot five to be a centre back, to be honest. If you can read the game and played a lot of games. A lot of games. Scored yeah. one goal. Yep. I saw it on a season review. He went through the goalkeeper's legs. He did, absolutely spooned it. Absolutely spooned it. Again, the whole city. Was it whole city? Yes, yeah. It. Yeah, it went through his legs, didn't he? We, when we did a, our Steve Potts appreciation night, we, we replayed it a few times because it was just <laughs> like it's you know and, and the thing was he I think it was he'd had a shot just before that as well, which was a really yeah. good shot. And then he had that one with the spooner. And I think there was a game, I think it was against Liverpool in the Premier League, where he, I think Don Hutchinson or someone took it off him and scored. And actually he was through, not through on goal, but he was through with a chance. And uh, so there's a couple of times where he could have got a second, but uh, yeah. And he's brilliant. You know, the fact he's still in that, you know, he's involved with the club and yeah. still in the 23s. It's great. I, I love. Steve I just Potts. remember him. He was always seemed reliable. Didn't remember him yeah. making many errors. No. Um, yeah. Solid. Really solid, really solid, and a very humble man. Yeah, a very humble man. So mm. humble, he doesn't like 
doing interviews. So. Uh, I was going to say, you've not got them on there. I'm trying. I've got trying. agents out there. I've got agents out there. I mean, Christ, I've interviewed pretty much the whole coaching staff now at West Ham, it seems, yeah. from the youth staff. And, uh, yeah. And, and the new assistant, the manager to the, the women's team, Paul Concheski. I saw that today, yeah. yeah. Oh mate, oh he, he's and he's just turned he turned forty yesterday as well. So it's a double celebration. So yeah, he's uh, that's good. I think that's great. I love the fact that there's there's that connection between the men's team and the women's team as well. You know, it's not. I mean, some some clubs treat it almost like a completely separate entity, but the fact is they you know they 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 still they train in in Chadwell Heath and and they they play at Dagenham and Redbridge and, and you know you've got the Concheski thing in there and you obviously got people like Kate Longhurst who's a massive West Ham fan and obviously obviously jack looks after them as well so you know i i think it's really cool really cool I'm definitely going to go down and see a few games next season definitely down the daggers oh, yeah, I used to, yeah i prefer to rush green because it's like five minutes down the road for me i've seen anyway. them once because they played at the london stadium against yeah Spurs. they did yeah and they lost we lost yeah <laughs> <laughs> can't believe it yeah bigging it all up it's, always, it's the west Ham way isn't it bigging them all up we get Spurs. I think they've just been promoted as well. Spurs as well. Yeah. Uh, into the into WSL and yeah, they got to, oh, it was two 0 weren't it or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I that as well. Yeah. Typical. That was that was the time. But no, they're good fun. I love it because it reminds me of because I never get to see football like properly. You know, I, I'm not. I don't get to see it as a as a fan really. Yeah. Yeah. Type of yeah. So I never get to, so. I remember taking my daughter, taking Flo and and Flo's friends, and and Joe came as well, and and I was sat sat there, and I stood on you know literally on the on the the, the standing rails, you know literally spitting distance from the linesman, give it, like proper giving it like to the linesman, and Joe's like, what the hell are you doing, Russ? This is I, was like, I don't know. I've just been taken over with like the football supporter inside me. It was a, it was so like. I don't know. It was so like cathartic doing it. It was just amazing. So, uh, Flo sort of half enjoyed it. When it's sunny, because it was sunny, it was she didn't mind it. So, um, I will be taking to a, hopefully to a couple of games next season. But uh, it's the yeah. timing, isn't it? It's, it, it? On funny times, the women's games yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, really weird. But um, but yeah. All right, we'll put Steve Potsy in. Potsy's in. I, I actually started a, a Steve Potts uh, fan club. Me and my mate Tom Taylor, we had a Steve Potts fan club. <laughs> that was it. Me and him. That was it. I'll join. Steve, Steve Potts' Appreciation Society, it was called. Um, right, we put Potsy in. Who's going to partner? So um, I had to think about this one because obviously when I first started watching him, it was sort of the end of Alvin Martin. Yeah. Tony Gale. Could have had Slavin in there. But in the end, um, I went for Rio. Yeah. 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 When he broke through, I just remember, you know, there's a lot of talk about him. And I think obviously... To this day, actually, you know, whenever he came back with Man United or whatever, the fans gave him such a great reception. Yeah, yeah. And he always spoke so highly of West Ham. Yeah. And um, obviously, look, you know, look what he went on to do in his career. Yeah, Brilliant. exactly. And I, I think there's still like that little bit of Rio, uh, you know, a bit of West Ham still in, in Rio, if that makes sense. You know, I just yeah. think there's, he'll always have that, you know, the fact is we were the ones who, who put him on that map um, from a very early age. He, he remembers that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's still a soft spot for him. I mean, Man United uh, or his club, basically. You know, Man United, he was there for, he was very successful there. He's there for the longest yeah. period and stuff like that. And obviously got broke into the England squad with Man United and stuff like that. But you still think there's, I think maybe also because his brother, the connection with his brother as well. And there's there's definitely a West Ham part still there. That's the way yeah. I see it. But yeah, absolutely quality guy. Quality man. Um, right, let's go into midfield then. Who's your first midfielder then, Skipper? So I'll go out on the left. And it's a controversial one, I'm afraid. Yep. Dimitri Pyatt. I bought it already. I was already going to click you it. Knew as, soon it you, didn't you? as soon as you said the word controversial, I was like, right, Pyatt. But as I said, Pyatt, I'm, I will do an update video soon. I think Pyatt is one of the most picked players. He will be. Yeah, despite being controversial. You know what I mean? But, you know, the way it ended was very sour. But yes. if you remember that season, he people would have paid money to watch players like that. He put bums oh, on yeah. seats. Yeah. You know, when, when he got the ball, you sat and watched. He excited you. And more often than not, something came from it. Brilliant free kicks or great goals. If yeah. he didn't get injured for that period, I think we would have finished a little bit higher up that season. I totally agree. There's, there's there's a lot of parallels to this season. I think. Um, I think the difference yeah. this season is we're not reliant on one person. No, no, you we're are. But, but, with him. 
but we sort of can't. I know we, I know we're not. I know we're not. But we are kind of with Declan Rice. <laughs> but <laughs> I know we're not. We're not. But, but you are totally right. We're not. It's like when Payet. Yeah, when, when your whole game plan, when Slav's whole match plan was basically give it to Payet and Payet and gets injured, that buggers up your match plan. And then we were crap. We were like proper crap. But obviously, you know, and, and obviously when he came back, as you said, and so we were we were in the Champions League spots. We could have gone into Champions And it just fell by the wayside. We finished, I think we finished seventh or eighth, didn't we, that season? I think we fought finally. Yeah. It's going to be quite serious. Season, yeah. Um, it's, you know, so, and it's, so we were riding high. And I think, you know, if Declan Rice didn't get injured this season, we would be in the Champions League spots, no problem at all. And and um, it's going to be one of those what, what if things. But same as when we had that season, what if if Pyatt hadn't got injured, we would have been in the Champions League. But, but look, when was, he was playing for us, he was yeah. one of the best players in Europe. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Amazing and player. He got back into the national French national side from playing for us. Yeah. And if you think about it, since he's left, you don't really hear much of him, do you? No. The occasional Twitter video of him scoring a, a free kick, you know, but... Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, the fact is, you know, in a similar way to like a lot of other nations, if you don't play in your national league, you don't get picked unless you're very, 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 very good. Um, well, they make an exception. And and obviously when he was, he was, I mean, when he was at Marseille, he was still, you know, before he joined us, he was still top of the, you know, the, the leagues, uh, top of the European leagues for chances created. I think he's still like top, one of the top ones in the Premier League or something ridiculous, you know. Yeah. And he's left how many years ago? But um, to break into the French team made a massive, you know, it was huge, particularly from a, a foreign-based team. So, um, but obviously, you know, things like the Euros as well, when he was playing for the Euros and we we're all French fans after England got knocked out, you know. And yeah, he was he was a great player. And he, he just, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had that amazing season. And obviously this season is more amazing, but but that season had more history, his, historical sort of, you know, context. But uh you know, it's, um, he was a great player. There's no just denying the fact. Oh. Yeah, he left. He left though in a funny way, but those type of players do. Those mercurial and he's, players. He's the only player I believe I've put in my team. Most recent player, really, because a lot of yeah. them are a bit further back. But because he was such a great player, I just had to fit him in, regardless of how it ended. Totally. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not many situations where you have a Ballon d'Or nominee in your team. No. And not like, you know. Messi at 53 turning up for you know <laughs> for Dagger and Redbridge, but you know what I mean. Like you know he was he was in his prime playing for us, and that's why I think a lot of people pick him because he was so influential, um, such a great player. Right, we'll put Pyatt in. Who's next? Who's next in Skipper? So on the other wing, um, I used to love Kevin Keane. Yeah. I used to love Kevin Keane, but unfortunately he doesn't get in my side because Tricky Trev beats him to it. Tricky Trev's in. Was that was that a little mic drop there? It's not. It sounded like you did a little mic drop after that. Like Trevor Sinclair's in. That's it. Done. He's in. <laughs> Done. I remember he scored that overhead kick for QPR in the FA yeah. Cup. You remember that? Yeah. I always thought, what a player! So I was so pleased when we got him. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's he's got. You know, I know he's been on your channel, and you always say, love him. Send you a little message now and then. Oh, I love, I love him. I love, I love Trevor. I love him. I love listening um, to him on the radio and on when he's on the box and that. He's really good, and he like you know he loves the club, and 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 yeah. that's what I love about some about well, actually everyone really. Most of the players, you know, everyone seems to still follow the club and will will message you know if team are playing well or whatever they'll be on social media tweeting about it or Instagram posting or whatever and. It's because it's a special club, but and and he and you know obviously for me he was he, he represented and and some other players obviously of that generation. My most enjoyable time as a fan, I think I love that period. That was so much fun, you know. Prolonged, you know. I think we were three, yeah, three seasons in the in the top nine. Um, yeah. You know, so you know, hopefully those those times are going to come back again now, but. It was. It was. It wasn't that we didn't have one season wonders. We didn't no. have a a bowling season, and then we've had four seasons of gash until five seasons of gash until this season. You know, so it was. Uh, it was exciting. It was, but it wasn't just successful. It was exciting football, exciting on the pitch, entertaining. We were entertained. We had John Moncurs. We had Razors. We had these pe- these characters, and uh, I always look at that period with real sort of like. 
you know, uh, misty eyes because it was it was an amazing time. I, I love that. I love that time. That period was absolutely amazing, um, and and Trevor epitomised it. And he um, scored some great goals for us as well. Never scored a tap in, in my no. opinion. Never scored a tap. We did, no. we did a, we did another appreciation night. We did always put always bloody you know goals one after the other, and he turned up, which was quite funny. Um, no. To his own buddy, it's like it's like this is your life, and he actually t- you know um, I had to let him go because like Anton and Ryan were getting proper like gooey-eyed you know they're watching their idols and and uh and but all these goals never scored a single score tapping it was always like you know a 20-yard banger it's always over boxing day he always scored a cracking goal on yeah. boxing day as well um he said that his his mum used to put it's probably what his mum put in the turkey or something he said on that one interview <laughs> and i thought it was absolutely brilliant but yeah we'll put tricky trev in so we've got pie on one wing tricky trev on the other first center mid yeah midfield was difficult um and this player gets in because for me in the nineties I just used to love watching him. Ian Bishop. Oh, Bish Bosh. If nothing else for that hair alone. What a player. What a player. Ahead of his time. I think he's ahead of his time. He would fit into today's game so well. So well, I think. Such a reminds me of like you look how successful someone like David Silver was for Man City for many years, despite not being blisteringly gifted with pace. You know, he he was still banging them in and getting top assists and things like that, and that's what Bish was doing. I I I thought Bish was a fantastic player, absolutely phenomenal player. You know how certain seasons, some some kits make you think of a player, and I just think yes. of BAC windows on the shirt, and I just remember Bishop wearing that. What one? The away, the home strip or the away strip? I think the away one. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. That's a great shout, and I think that's that. And if we're led to be believed, that's the uh, that's the theme of one of the strips for next season. Apparently, says X. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but yeah. So, but yeah, that BAC. Or no, for me it was Dagenham Dagenham Motors because I when I started it was when I started supporting yeah. ninety two ninety three, and they just moved to Dagenham. And obviously, the club have got them now, haven't they? The Dagenham Redbridge version, and uh, but they haven't got my size. I found that I got my size, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's coming. They're coming back in uh, September. So, um, but yeah, Bishop was definitely that that blue and white, the Argentina sort of. Thing. That's the, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and I saw him on your channel, and he's you know lovely guy. Oh, in the States amazing. now, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the states, loving life over there. He's brilliant and such a nice guy. And uh, and they, yeah, he's yeah he's, he's yeah he's such a nice guy. He didn't give do an eleven because he didn't want to piss him off and. Uh, but that's Bish, and so you sort of sounds like, like he was a character in the dressing room as well, didn't he? Yeah, I think they all were. That was the time yeah, that, where they all yeah. they all seemed to be good characters, and they all seemed to have a laugh, and you know, not like to the you know, I mean, not bullying because that's no, but it was like everyone you know the youth team players as well. If they wanted to, you know, if, you know, the older players loved them having a pop at them because it showed that they had character and they had the balls to to you know be in a man's game, so to speak, and. Uh, and Bish, I think, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. And funny, funny story, Ian Bishop. He, uh, he did a, he turned up at my brother and my school, me and my brother's school, um, in Loughton, in, no, in Debden, not in Loughton, in Debden. Well, it was Loughton. Yeah. Daphne Foundation School. And, um, and he did a sort of one of those, you know, they used to do the sort of hidden camera shows. And, and he did one on my brother. So they put up all these like cameras in my brother's art class. It was from like some Dave Benson Phillips program or something like that. And, uh, and Ian Bishop was, they, they literally sort of jumped, like pounced in. And, and Bish and Tom, uh, they said to my brother, Oh, do you know this is, this is, yeah, Ian Bishop, Ray. And they had to go and do like football training on the, on the, on the on the tarmac at the uh, in the netball courts and uh, he remembers it he does remember it, after really? about it. Yeah, yeah and it's just so funny absolutely brilliant love him love him love him love him right okay bish bosh is in who's next so the next one um funny enough i remember this because um i was on my honeymoon yeah and was in uh, mauritius and um there weren't much to do in Mauritius. I mean, it was a honeymoon, so make of that what you will. You'd make your own entertainment. But one evening, put a telly up, and football was on, and West Ham were playing Aston Villa, and this player scored a brilliant goal, yeah. and it's Yossi Benayou. Oh, yeah, nice. Good player. Good player, Yossi was. I liked him. Where is he? There My wife said, line. turn that bloody off. I said, no, we're winning 4-0. <laughs> what a player Yossi was, though. Fantastic player. And he's a good Jewish boy like myself. Yep. 
Oy vey. Oy vey. But great plan. And, and I used to work for a Jewish company, so you know, I'm 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 probably more Jewish than a lot of my friends who are Jewish, because <laughs> I because I knew because they they were proper Jew, the, the, I, I called them proper Jewish people. <laughs> It was like in Collindale, so like gold, proper gold is green, you know. So, and um, and yeah, they and, and and the guy I used to sit next to was called Yoshi, was well, it? Joseph, Joseph, but obviously they called him Yoshi. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so so uh, so yeah, it was always uh, and I and I'd, I'd text my mates, oh, happy Hanukkah, or or anyone. They went, oh shit, is it today? Oh shit, uh, I thought I thought it was a bit quiet around there. You know, they didn't know. I knew all of them because obviously they'd all be on all my all my work colleagues would be on holiday. So uh, yeah, but um, Yoshi Benayoun, top man. Yeah, 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 fantastic player, and uh, and 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 was a boomerang player. You know, went and came back as well. You know, yeah. and, and um, best player on the pitch, apart from that one minute Gerard scored at a FA Cup final. He was amazing mm. that day. Yoshi was absolutely amazing. Um, right, Bish and Bish and Bish and Ben Ayun, I like that in the middle. That's uh, that's uh, some alliteration for you. Right, who is up front? Who's your first striker? So, um, first striker is Mr. Decanio. Yeah, PDC. Had to put him in. Yeah. Had to put him in. He was the first player, I remember, just, with, you know, he showed that flair and Italian uh, charisma yeah. on the pitch, something completely different from what I'd seen before. Um, I remember that one game, was it, he took the ball off Lampard and I was arguing over that penalty. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't seen anything like that before. And, uh, yeah, he was uh, – and obviously that goal, the volley. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic Brilliant. player. And, again, similar, as you said, similar to, to sort of Pyatt in terms of, you know, you would pay your your transfer your, – your transfer fee. You'd pay, pay your season ticket to see him. He was that good. Yeah. He was that entertaining. And, and again, we, you know, we love players who get off of our seats. And, and he did that. Um, not even necessarily for his skill, just for his characteristics, the way he held himself, the way he, you know, would throw tantrums, all that type of stuff yeah, we loved. So, I mean. and, and we love players who love the club. And I don't think anyone epitomizes that more than him. When he talks yeah. about West Ham, he really shows he loves the, the club, doesn't he? Yeah. No, I totally agree. He's, and yeah, just a lovely guy. Love, love, lovely man. Loves the club. Um, Anyone who's got a West Ham tattoo, I have utmost respect for because <laughs> I don't like needles. So, you know, don't like fish and don't like needles. And so, yeah, for me, that's that's uh, if he's, you know, in, to get inked and not even be a like, you know, obviously he, he became a fan having played for the club. Uh, you know, it's not like it's a boyhood club. You know, he wasn't standing on the terraces watching him in the North Bank when he was a young lad. But, you know, he's, he had this affiliation. Sometimes a player and a club's fan base just, connect and and, yeah. and that doesn't happen very often but when it does don't it's very get me special. wrong i would never want him to be our manager oh god no christ no 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 material but oh, god no <laughs> i know it didn't exactly quite work out for him as a boss did it in in the no no having interviewed a few players a few people who saw him as a manager um he's he's he i think we ended how did we interview i think he might have been john joe and his dad um and they had got uh they'd got invited to go to swindon to see paolo and he'd obviously just moved he was the manager at swindon and he basically was like he was like he took him for a special tour uh, he went back to his office and literally in his office in his like in his desk drawers he had pictures and cuttings full of his West End days, you know, and they were getting out and going, th- and this isn't like, this isn't like in the city, wherever, I don't know where the, the Swindon ground is, um, the county ground, probably something like that, but, you know, this is, and he's going through it in his office. It's like, well, yeah, mine's not on the game, surely, if you've got like, a whole drawer in your office about West Ham, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> I just don't think, and I think sometimes, you know, when a player is so good. He sets himself such high standards that he assumes that the players around him will have those high standards as well in terms of technique and stuff like that. And he was a few, you know, he wasn't in the Premier League. He was in League One or League Two. You know, he was, so you're not going to be playing with the skill level that you're going to have in the Premier League. And maybe that might have rubbed people up the wrong way and stuff as well. But um, yeah. you'd have him as a cheerleader. 
I'd have him like yeah. he, he could he could fly, like fly one of the flags. He'd be good at that, you know, and get everyone up and you know, like an ultra fan, you know, like like oh yeah, know, I could like, imagine doing that. Yeah, yeah, like big drum or whatever. He'd be proper up for that. But yeah, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't put him anywhere near the team managing. Definitely not. He's Definitely. the one you need to get on your show. He'd be your flagship. Indeed. One day, don't worry, Skip. One day, man, sort it out. It's in the works. Might not be to the end of the year, but it's in the works. Right. Okay. Palo's in. Who is the last spot? So the last spot is actually my favourite ever all-time hammer. And it might surprise really? some people, but it's Frank McAvenny. Frank McAvenny, the Maxster. Whether they the can Mac- play together as a front two, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> as I said, it's yeah. a team that I grew up remembering watching, and he was my favourite player. That season with TC up top. Yeah. Brilliant. Phenomenal player, and, and, again, character. and again, yeah, character. You know, and, and that, that's something about that about about all those players. You know, they're all, they're all characters. You know, and, and particularly eighty five, eighty six team. I know. You know, the fact is, you know, they they do all the circuit. They do all the, you know, the hammers evenings and things like that with with Len and and, and Johnny and all those guys. And people pay to go and watch them say the same stories. Yeah. That, the history has not changed. We didn't win the league that year, you know. We did that, and and they were, and they did it. The, the, but you you pay <coughs> just to listen to the stories again, just because of the characters and the way they tell them. And you know the punchline, but it's you you have to go. And I think that's what I'm really looking forward to this summer. Once everything gets sorted again, you know, they start. You know, we obviously from from June the 21st, whatever it is. We've, you know, there's 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 a lot of events already starting and being booked in, and I'm gagging just to go and hear those stories again because then you know it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. Particularly you've heard them a thousand times. You, exactly, you exactly. You've heard them over and over again, and and it, but you you just love listening to the stories, and you don't get nothing new out of them, you know, because they're, <laughs> they're and Frank doing was them. a boomerang player. He he worked yeah. the same the second time he no, came round. No, no, no. I remember his final game for us. He. <coughs> He started or came on against Knott's Forest. He scored a hat trick. Yeah, we won the game three 0 Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was top man. He was my favourite. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think he's yeah. He's obviously we've had him on. I, I, he's great. He's he's great. Frank. He's he's a good lad. The old programs used to have um, pull out posters in the centre. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had McAvee above my bed. I remember. I remember when we had Danny. I remember we had Danny and I remember really clearly I must have been sitting, I must have been sitting in the East stand and they had Danny in the center fold, so to speak of the program. And there was girls and they'd, and it was like, it was just weird. They were like sticking them up on the side of the stand, these pictures of Danny. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I was just, just felt so wrong. Felt like it was smash hits, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. the inside felt smash hits, but yeah, the posters in the middle. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, funny! He was a better model than he was a footballer, though, wasn't he? So. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's still, he's scored, he scored. He scored. He did score against Spurs, top. I suppose. Yeah, he? so that that just that puts you down. Tick, you know, you score against Spurs, you're in already. You're in forever. But um, right, where's the team? Let me bring it up. There's the team. Oh, there you go. There you go. There's a lot of skill in that team. Lots Took a long time to do that. <laughs> it does. It does, doesn't it? It's quite. It's quite. I've said. I've said the word cathartic twice in the episode, but it is quite cathartic going through and. Going going back through your old programs and your old season reviews and thinking about players and you know I've I've you know I, I like I can imagine in some cases it's a bit like X Factor you know when Simon Cowell picks his five his final five and he does it with like all the Polaroids and he can't make decisions he has to go oh I'm going to sleep on this I'm going to come back to this in the morning that's happened with some people I've had I've had messages from people and they, they they've got so stressed doing this so stressed because they're like I, I can't believe i haven't put in i know, I know. Um, that's why you do the um honorable mentions as you always say always do the honorable mentions and then that's it particularly the, the, the ex-players they cut they that's they get out of jail free card honorable yeah. mention to da, 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 da. i could have done I a second that. 11 easily i trevor morley <laughs> you know frank lampard loads of players uh, ashton could have put loads in hearts and yeah but you've got to pick your eleven, and although that team may be a little bit lopsided, um, very attacking-minded, and maybe probably win five-four, and Julian Dix will probably get sent off. But there you go. Particularly today's the game. Yeah, how many games Julian would play in a VAR, in a VAR industry, you know, VAR, VAR world we live in now? But uh, 
No, no, no. It's all good. Skits, man. It's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed pleasure, it, my friend. Thank it's you, Russ. Good, good fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. Um, and and obviously, thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, so you know, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash your hands off myself. I've done it, done it wrong. I've done it wrong, Skit. You've done, done it wrong. Yeah. You've done and it anyway. a few times before. Come on, you know how it goes. I know. And for myself and from Skip, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those appointments when you get your jab appointments. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.